Welcome to Beyond the Shire. My name is Jack Wolf. For today's little adventure story, we're going to be talking about spaghetti, um, transparent tape, some string, and marshmallows. Now, there was a competition held by a man by the name of Peter Skillman, and he got uh, four people groups, you know, four people in a group from the University of California and the University of Tokyo and a few other places, which we'll get to in a second. But he wanted to have a challenge to see who could build the tallest structure using these following items. 20 pieces of uncooked spaghetti, one yard of transparent tape, one yard of string, and one standard-sized marshmallow. And there was going to be an 18-minute clock that was going to be set for this competition. The contest only had one rule. The marshmallow had to end up on top. So the teams consisted of business school students and other teams consisted of kindergartners. And just as you would expect, the business students got right to work. They were talking. They were thinking strategically. They were taking a close look at all the materials. They started kicking ideas around and what can we do? What's the best way to approach it? They asked thoughtful questions, and they came up with what they thought were some of the best options to build this structure. And their conclusions, as you would expect, they were professional, they were rational, they were intelligent. And the process they went through resulted, after a while, in a decision to pursue one particular strategy to build this structure. And off they went. The kindergartner group, as you might expect, they did not take that same approach. In fact, they didn't really strategize. They didn't analyze. They didn't share experiences. They didn't ask a lot of questions or hone their ideas. In fact, they barely talked at all. They stood close to each other, and their interactions, like most kindergartners, were anything that was smooth or organized. They were grabbing materials, and they started to build, and they're, you know, they're kind of standing shoulder to shoulder going into this and listening to the kids. They were speaking quickly and short bursts out there telling each other, no, over here. No, Johnny, put it here. And what we might call this technique is tying a bunch of stuff together. Now, I know what you're thinking. Who won the contest? Well, in a dozen trials, the kindergarten kids built structures that averaged 26 inches tall. 26 inches. The business school students, they built structures that averaged less than 10 inches. (laughs) Wow, that's amazing. I wonder how those uh, business students actually felt being beat by a bunch of kindergartner kids. Well, it made me think of this verse. Uh, Jesus was in town, and a lot of the People were gathering around him, and all of a sudden, the little kids wanted to get next to Jesus, and and the disciples began to rebuke the kids, saying, we got to hey, get these kids away from uh, Jesus over here. And so Jesus stops them, and here's what he says. I want you to think of this. He says, let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them. And then this little phrase right here, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. What's he saying there? Maybe he's kind of saying that maybe we need to act a little bit more like kids. You know, be uh, like the kindergartners uh, just a little uh, a little bit. Because from this competition, we learn some things. We see the unsophisticated, inexperienced kindergartner kids win this unbelievable contest. See, our instincts, a lot of times when we look at other people, we have our focus on the wrong things. We look at 
as we grow up, we see individual skills and we see individual talents and we see education and we see maturity. But what mattered in this contest were not individual skills. What really mattered was interaction. Let me say that again. What really mattered is interaction. Yeah, the business school students, they looked like they were collaborating. But what psychologists say is what was really going on was status management. Everyone's trying to see where they fit in the picture. And inside, they're asking these questions. Who's in charge here? Can I criticize someone else's idea? What are the rules? Boy, isn't that how we are uh, in society, in humanity? The older we get, we wonder, who's in charge? Can I criticize this? What are the rules? You see, the college students spent so much time trying to manage the status that they didn't grasp the essence of the real problem, which is really simple. The marshmallow is heavy and the spaghetti is hard to secure. And so as a result, their first efforts often just collapsed because they ran out of time. They spent so much time trying to figure out who's in charge and who had the best idea that they ran out of time. And the kindergartners, they seem to be disorganized on the surface, but at a closer look, what we noticed was they were really operating as a single entity. They were efficient. They were effective. They were not competing for status. They stood shoulder to shoulder, as I mentioned, and they moved quickly and they experimented and they took risk right away. And they noticed outcomes that guided them to a solution that allowed them to build a structure that was 26 inches tall and average. They succeeded not because they were smarter. And they are smart. They succeeded because... Well, they work together. Man, what what a great what a great lesson! I I struggle when I uh, when I watch how we are as humans, and the older that we get, and how we're so worried about status management and who's in charge that we really stop working together. I grew up um, in the, in the ministry. I've done other things as well in business, but I spent a lot of time in ministry and. You know, it happens, uh, you know, in, in church circles or in any organization, actually. Um, you know, you, you, you choose whatever context you want this to be in. But do we act more like uh, the business group hunting and pecking and sizing everyone up and having endless, endless conversations over what we should build and how we should go about it? holding conferences and meetings and telling compelling stories why the clock seems to be kind of running out. And yes, there's a, there's a time and place for that. I don't want to paint with too broad a brush, but I'm actually very good at painting with a broad brush. But the fact of the matter is, is that we spend a lot of time on the wrong things instead of really trying to work together to build something that's really going to make an impact. Uh, again, in the Bible, uh, which I use a lot of Bible stuff, but we have uh, this wonderful uh, text in Ephesians chapter 4 that tells, uh, tells us that Jesus is the head, but we're all parts of the body and that we grow and develop um, together. Can you imagine if your body parts all of a sudden decided to compete for status and all of a sudden wanted to be in charge? <laughs> You'd be a wreck from day to day to day. You know, Let's learn to be, uh, yeah, let's work. Let's learn to work together. Let's act more like the kindergartner kids. Um, let's act more like, you know, what are we trying to do together? Not about who's really going to get the credit. We see how 
polarized our nation becomes week after week after week after week after week. And, and um, I don't want to wear this as a badge, but I don't spend a lot of time uh, watching the news or uh, following any of those kind of things. In fact, I've hardly watched it over the last you know four or five years. Um, I try to focus on what's in front of me and and I do care about what's going on uh, in our in our country and in our world, but I, I believe that if we could kind of get rid of our status management idea and uh, try to act more like the kindergartner kids, and maybe we need to get on the playground of life and grab another kindergartner buddy and see what we can build together. Um, you know what? I believe uh, we could do some really great things. We've done a lot of great things, but there's so much more that we could do. If we would get rid of our attitude and our ego and our, our, our status and look at each other as another kid on the playground, I don't care how old you are, I want you to know that you're still a kid. And uh, listen, so get out on the playground of life, uh, join hands with somebody, have some fun, let's build something great together. We'll see you next time.